Look, we've been tearing through books for hours. I haven't seen anything about Luca, the gates, or the gate key since we read that book about Luca and the ash chairs. I think we should take a break. Did you hear me? You okay over there? Everything's fine. I feel great. Uh, okay. I had something out of the bucket and now I feel great. Which bucket? The energy bucket or the Lavos bucket? There are horrors beyond life's edge that we do not suspect, and once in a while man's evil prying calls them just within our range. Going with the Lavos bucket. We should probably label those. We should definitely label those. Even if there is something about the gates in here, I don't know how we would even find it. Gaspar clearly organized things somehow, maybe even chronologically, but I don't know what timeline he followed. How did he even get the materials to write all of this? Or the shelves? Mysteries on mysteries. He must have had some way. Listen to this, he was clearly losing it. If only I could have stopped Queen Zeal. So much tragedy would have been averted. What would it have been like had I been king? I could wield my magic to crush all who oppose me beneath my heel. And I would build a giant palace over the ocean and become immortal. Like a god! <laughs> no, wait. That's what Zeal did. Whoops. Maybe I'm not cut out to be king after all. <laughs> this Guardia family, on the other hand, somehow it held on to power for over a thousand years. Hello everyone and welcome to the Zeal Archives, covering the A to Z, if you're in America, of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today, as we dig into the archives, we'll be talking about the Guardia family, which, if you, like me, played through the game and didn't think that much about it, you might be wondering how much a family there is. And let me say, there is a lot of reading between the lines that you have to do. They've always been in power. Funny that you should say that, G. If you take your epoch, as you have yes. in your home, and you take it way back, you may find that the Guardi family actually extends back to 65 million BC. And, if you take it forward, might even take you to the year 2300 AD. It's the entire span of Chrono Trigger. All we need to do now is find out that Gaspar is also related to Marl, and that covers all of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Digging into that a little bit more, where does, where does the line start? This is probably the least conclusive connection. But who are the characters that we know in 65 million BC? Well, conveniently, they're ones that might be related to the kings and queens of Guardia. And those two characters are Kino and Ayla. In the Moonlight Parade ending, Marl tells Kino that Kino is her distant ancestor and that he better have strong, healthy kids, to which he replies, no worry, Ayla, much energy. <laughs> so, like, yeah, of course, one line of dialogue obviously conclusively ties the history of Marl's family back to 65 million BC. Well, done. Over. We got it. Great. Presumably, that is an unbroken line over millions of years. I mean, if you have Adam and Eve, then everybody's got to be related that far back, right? Exactly. And Kino and Ayla are pretty much them. Yeah. 
if if we want to tie that a little bit more strongly and it's still a, a grasp if you have either the playstation version or the ds version or i guess the, the new versions on steam or android or whatever i don't know i haven't played them in one of the full motion videos kino is given a ring by ayla which further cements their relationship and given that kino is one of only a few humans that we see in 65 million bc seems pretty likely that that's what we're gonna have to accept for for the guardia line yeah i feel i feel like it's strong enough in the uh, in the dialogue between them and uh, and what happens the real question that i have have for you and this is you know we we go from 65 million to 600 like we know who the king is in 600 it's king guardia the 21st yes but like who is the connection in the 12000s in antiquity that is a great question like it couldn't possibly be like janus sorry actually it it literally could not be janus yeah no, because he's he gets removed from the timeline. But like Shell has the pendant, and that's kind of the only connection. Yeah, but she's also removed from the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Queen Zeal, who's also removed from the timeline. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um it could be one of the earthbound ones. Like like I don't think there's anything innately magical about the family necessarily. Was it did the guy have a name or was it just like Elder? When you go to um, Al Getty, I think it's literally Elder. I mean, he could be related, but no, I don't. I don't think we get any dialogue, any any which way about that. Well, you know what? Let's let's put that on the back burner. We can't all have Dalton as Luca's ancestors connections in every episode. Let's fast forward to 680. We have obviously the 21st King of Guardia. We do not have very many details about have the Guardia. As Guardia line is formed, but we do have the twenty-first entry and his wife, Queen Lame. We know that the king is responsible for safeguarding the Rainbow Shell for future generations, i.e., you. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty convenient safety deposit box you got there. <laughs> uh, and we know that Lane bears a striking resemblance to Marl, including her pendant, which may have even been bequeathed to Marl. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been handed down through generations. Yeah, do we know what they look like? Dependence. I think we've only got the sketches from the official art, which are, you know, it's a pretty generic looking pendant. And then later when we have the DS version and the PlayStation version, you've got an animatic of, oh, hey, I'm Marl and I'm being erased from time and the pendant drops. Oh, yeah. I think all the pendants look pretty similar. Unless it's a periapt. A periapt. It's a thing that you put on your head. Oh, I see. Gotta, you got to get up on your Pathfinder Dungeons and Dragons, G. Oh boy, I'm going to get myself a periap now. We do know that uh, Marl's ancestor Lean married into the Guardia family in about 590 AD. Unclear from what family, because there only appears to be one royal family in the world of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, interesting that. Presumably, the world of Chrono Trigger follows a model similar to our world, that you have royal families kind of interbreeding in a literally ancestrous kind of way. Yeah, and and it, the line must be... Can't be broken between 600 and 1,000 because Marl disappears when Queen Lane disappears. Yeah, somehow not causing massive numbers of time paradoxes. Yeah, just the one. Just the one. <laughs> we also know about Queen Lane that she was intelligent enough to figure out that Marl may be her descendant, which I posit that must be hard for anybody to figure out, oh, hey, you must be from the future and also related to me. They are ostensibly doppelgangers. Oh, as far as the sprites are concerned? Absolutely. Well, like, 
everyone in the castle thinks she's lean. Thinks Marl is lean. Can you imagine how bad that must feel? <laughs> like you, you were kidnapped. You come back, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, I just saw you. Is everything okay?" And it's like, "I, I was, I was being imprisoned. I was going to be eaten." Excuse me, I just rescued myself from kidnapping because nobody showed up. <laughs> this frog dude showed up. Yeah, frog would have still showed up. He's on yeah. top of it. Things that I learned in doing the research of this episode. Lean may be a cheek-in-tongue way of saying lean, referencing her yielding disposition. Mm. But alternatively, lean is a Germanic variant of Helen, I guess Helene, which mm-hmm. may come from Helen of Troy, whose kidnap sparked a famous war among the Trojans. I like that. Did not spark a war. There's a war later, um, but that is fought for religious and or racial reasons. Like the, like, like the Crusades were... It's patterned on the Crusades, which were for religious reasons, but in the uh, in the game, it seems more racial. I wonder how much of that is based on you have magic and we don't versus your weird little goblin people and we're not. It's a good question. I mean, the one side probably sees it as we have magic and you don't. Stop being jelly. And the other one's like, you don't look like us. This This feels like a Superman argument. Yeah. Got to keep that power in check, and it's like, you can't hold me down. If we fast forward to the present, obviously we have Marl, or known by her proper name, Princess Nadia. Well, that's right. But she's definitely going to be covered in a, a separate episode. We also have her parents, King Guardia the 33rd and Queen Eliza, who sadly died when Marl was only four years old. That's right. They took her throne away. Oh, they did. That's right. <laughs> You only have one insanely tall chair. That's right. That's very tall. If you can fast forward to 2300 AD, you may remember a certain member of the Eris Dome, the leader of the dome, uh, and that is Doan. He's just like sort of in charge. I mean, as in charge as you can be of a dilapidated structure with no food or water. Yeah, he's, he's in amongst the people, but is sort of sort of calling the shots. So the question then is, is he also a descendant of Chrono? Ah, see, that that is certainly possible because at the end of the PlayStation and DS versions, when you beat the game, Chrono and Marl get married. That's not really covered in the Super Nintendo version. But yeah, they get married. So did, did they have kids? Presumably. <laughs> Unless there's some secret wing of the... The Guardia family that we don't know about. I don't want to say we need to see a birth certificate, but I would like to see a family tree. (laughs) As we already tried to elaborate in the 12,000 AD case, we might be missing a few connections. Yeah. They've been near power for as far as the game extends. And one way they could do that is by lying. By lying? (laughs) Like... Like, the implication being, like, the Gardia family has ruled forever. But, like, there might be a broken chain or, or secret marriages or, you know, someone someone gets that last name of Gardia slapped on or it's, you know, a third cousin or something like that. We don't know. It just see they, they always seem to be on top. Maybe uh, after your adventure begins, after Marl is thrown back in time and replaces her ancestor, maybe someone takes advantage of that time paradox. Like, what what are the implications of time travel on lineage? 
obviously if we try to come up with a sane model of time travel in Chrono Trigger, your head's going to explode. Because <laughs> paradoxes happen left, right, and center. You can't quite do it. No. Somehow, immediately after Miles shows up, she replaces her ancestor, and things don't immediately go horribly wrong. It's not till later that she disappears. It's like in Back to the Future, where Marty's siblings disappear from the photo one at a time, and then he slowly fades out instead of it just, like, happening in an instant. This is a time where I, I wish I just looked up on the internet to say, you know, how much was that inspired by Back to the Future? Because <laughs> I could learn that it's like, well, actually, Yasunori Mitsuda or, like, Akira Toriyama was a huge fan of Back to the Future and cited it as, like, that's what could have happened. It could be. But yeah, yeah. The, the effects of time travel are not immediate, it would seem. No, they, like, like, let's talk about Ayla, mother of literally every other character in the game, I guess. Probably probably that's not a slight at Ayla mostly just like when you're around in 65 million BC you got a lot of ancestors or a lot of descendants but yeah we're talking about Janus and like okay Janus was a kid he gets thrown to 600 AD where he's raised his sister Shala is thrown to a different period of time but like there's still relate there's still some relation to that family wait wait what Ooh, here's here's a thread, a possible thread. If Kino is Marl's ancestor in 65 million, and Kino and Ayla are the ones who who uh, have the children, aren't aren't they meant to sort of mirror the Earthbound ones and the Laruba tribe or like Zeal because they are all like secretive and magic? Is Kino one of the secretive ones? No, he's not. Oh, okay. So I'm saying. Their line may be towards the Earthbound ones. If those tribes, which live right next to each other, never intermingled, that is. Well, or maybe they did intermingle, and as time went on, as the as Lavos falls to Earth, you just have more and more separation. The, the Earthbound ones continue to, to toil away on the Earth. The Earth gets cold. But while this has been happening, they've been looking at this red rock and and starting to learn about the magic that it enables. You could probably have an entire discussion about, like, how the heck did technology advance between 65 million BC, like, millions of years of humanity. If you look at human history, you have, like, hundreds of thousands of years. I'm really bad at history, non-recorded history. But if you look at, like, the history of civilization, you have, like, maybe 10,000 years? About that. And you're talking about going from effectively pre-pyramids like Mesopotamia to post where we are now and then back to the Middle Ages. Yeah, almost like a Roman thing except with magic. Oh, right, because they had a lot of, like, they developed aqueducts and all sorts of other useful technology. Damascan steel is probably a thing on that list that we don't know how to make anymore. That's right. Point is, we don't know when they they became the Gardia family. Presumably, 20 generations prior to 680. <laughs> Something I was going to mention was the name Cedric Guardia came up, and as I dug a little deeper, it again worked our way back to one of the fan games, Crimson Echoes, and I immediately felt out of my elements. <laughs> oh, dang. The, the lack of canonicity of it made me rethink my decision to include it. Interesting. But 
But I mean, maybe maybe that says more about me than it does about about the games, right? Because if all of Chrono Trigger fans, if all they have is Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger and whatever quality fan games were made, then it may as well be canon. True. So perhaps what what this has taught us is not so much about how time travel impacts familial lines and more about, man, should really play some of these fan games. He founded the Kingdom of Gardia in 0 or 1 AD. I mean, presumably that's a post hoc thing. I mean, I mean, it probably is a post hoc thing. But like, the founding of the Kingdom of Gardia is, is the basis for which we travel through literal time, which we can literally do in this world. That's how the, that's how the world measures its time. Is Gardia just like the five people who live in the village? Do they extend all the way to Pore? I think there's an answer to that, and it's an answer better answered in a different episode, but like <laughs> I believe in Chrono Cross, you have Delton going back to help the Porean army attack Gardia. Oh, dang. Right? But yeah, so, yeah. that's that's something we need to come back to because that requires more in-depth discussion. Once it gets intermingled with Corner Cross, it becomes very complicated. Yeah, because suddenly you go from... Well, you're talking about an entirely different era of gaming where you had all the space, or in this case, two discs worth of space, plus whatever additional planning went on, plus being a very successful sequel. Yeah. You got a lot in there. Lore-wise, you're talking about... If you're integrating the two, you're talking about all these different time periods times two because there's two different dimensions oh the parallel yeah yeah all right well let's maybe we can yeah. keep it to one dimension <laughs> and let's talk about something that we can actually draw a lot of parallels towards our world or at least some parallels to our world and the question i'm going to ask is how has the guardia line lasted so long we know at the very least it lasted from zero ad to 1000 ad it's a long time it lasted at least a thousand years, and it's one kingdom. It's thirty-three king guardias. Yeah, interesting. Like, I don't know if there's like a king George or a king John or a, a couple of queens or whatever in there, but we know, or we're led to believe, that it's one unbroken line. Whether or not those are lies to be determined. It's weird because, it, it, like, my model is my model is English history because I know that the best. Uh, Henry VIII wasn't King Tudor II. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't the same ruling family. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't keeping track of the family. It was keeping track of who'd had which name. And keeping track of the family actually kind of makes more sense in a way because that's not obvious. Any oh, to know like the the power. Yeah, anyone can name their you know kid Henry. But yeah, we got at least thirty three of them, and then at a certain point, no more of them. I guess. I guess the day of Lavos. I think it's implied that like there was still a kingdom of Guardia up until that point. Yeah. So potentially almost 2000 years of one kingdom. <sighs> when I posed that question, I was like, all right, how long, how long have civilizations actually gone on for it? Cause I turns out I have no idea how long anything has gone on for. <laughs> so I, I, I looked some stuff up and somebody kindly, there was a, a Quora article for this. Uh, what has been the longest running government in history? Mm hmm. And I got two different answers to this and maybe we can use them for a comparison. So um, we know the Guardia line is about 2000 years, the longest uninterrupted empire 
from this person's research is the Empire of Japan. Oh, the origin of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, so maybe they were just basing it off of uh, Japan's success in its being an empire. It's lasted around 1,700 years. And I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty, that's a long time, relatively speaking. That's quite a long time. It's like eight Canadas. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Egypt was a long time, but I, it's probably like many smaller kingdoms that we just are like the lower kingdoms and the upper kingdoms rather yeah, than. It's chopped up. A bit geographically and a bit um, by era, but yeah. So that gives us like 1700 years. And then if you talk about longest uninterrupted states, uh, which I guess is just like independent regions that are ruled by more or less the same government. Yeah. You've got countries like Ethiopia, which the longest one was almost 3000 years. Dang. Even like you have Japan again, 2600 years. Uh, which is extended because it, it went from being an empire to being uh, like just a state. Mm-hmm. And you have France, which is 1400 years from 500 AD to approximately 1940. Okay. So like when we're talking about a, an empire, like a lot of those existed up until like feudal periods and then stopped being uninterrupted empires because there's less space to expand to. What I want to say is the Guardia Kingdom move to the Guardia Empire. Uh, Maybe that's actually a missing piece. Like it was the Empire of Guardia and they just downgraded to a kingdom. They could have colonized all the other places where there are also humans. They could have. Probably not by anything that flies, but they could have sailed there by steamships. Everywhere except Medina Village. And Magus' Castle. Yes. And that weird pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, because we've seen the whole world. We know what's there. Presumably it's the whole world. It loops around. But all those colonies were there in 602. Yeah. They have boats? They have raiding vessels? Boats are not an advanced technology. Not at all. Like, arguably, in that sense, Guardia could have lasted as long as it did because there wasn't anywhere else to go. That's true. Like, if you if you were living in, like, England's heyday and you're like the sun never sets on the English empire mm-hmm. because you'd presumably conquered everything that you thought there was conquered everything. There's nothing left. Yeah. Then you would last a really long time. It's very easy to stay on top when there's literally no competition. I mean, like no one is challenging the rule of Gardia except I guess Yakra. Yeah. Well, as we said, there's no other Royal families. No, no room. No, and presumably, like, nobody, no peasants are going to rise up against you because everyone seems happy. Because if you have that small population, that's not hard to do. Yeah, I guess a a larger question is, what is the world of Chrono Trigger anyway? (laughs) Is it just the El Nido archipelago? Where is that? Isn't Chrono Cross take place in one part of, like, the world of Chrono Trigger or something? (sighs) That's definitely a topic. Oh, my goodness. Point is, Big Brother Gardia is always watching, <laughs> and they always will be. I'm wondering. I'm wonder, I wonder if they turn into a you know a uh, had a parliamentary system before the day of Lavos hit. I mean, they were on their way there, right? Like they established a judiciary, mm-hmm. and the king doesn't seem to be doing anything particularly executively, right? Like we don't see any like unilateral moves. No, 
we don't also didn't see him do anything like in public except for like in one of the endings when they're like hanging around the millennial fair right yeah so it could mostly be ceremonial you have to go through through a forest to get to the castle which is slightly weird to protect the king those same three imps and that guy that gives you a shelter yes and the imps are in no way related to the fians on the other continent oh man what they're just biding their time by like picking off scrubs on the way to the castle i mean if they were at the bridge they're like they're fighting like kind of over land on the bridge were they trying to get to the castle oh hmm. i don't know oh man a hostile takeover you know it's it's fine they at 2000 years they had a good run and then some somebody messed up the balance and that mess up of the balance was the best one that could possibly be uh, death from beneath the mole people. And by the mole people, I mean Lavos. But they survived. Their line survived the day of Lavos. Oh, so does that, I, I guess, yeah, that's true. So we know it at least goes into the 2300s. Yeah, it's not Gardia anymore. Um, but they, they must have gotten out. It didn't kill everybody. Well, uh, I'd like to wish a happy 2300 years to the Guardia Kingdom. Uh, you've beat out the Assyrian Kingdom, which only lasted 1800 years. You beat out the Gojoseon Kingdom, which I presume is Korean looking at the spelling. And you're almost to, to Japan at uh, 2600 years. You've got a long way to go to get to Ethiopia, but hey, I know if you can just keep barely surviving in some dilapidated dome with some moldy old seeds you found in a basement that some teenagers found for you. Everything's going to be just fine. Uh, life finds a way for the ideas. Okay. No. <sighs> well, that didn't get us anywhere. Everything okay over there? Yeah, I just found some sort of hairpin. It has Guardia's crest on it. I think. Yeah, looks like. It's also got a big blue stone. In the game, they mention the pendant being passed down, and the pendant is Shala's pendant. If that's true, could the hairpin also have fragments of Shala's pendant? Only one way to find out. The Zeal Archives is a Nixcast production and can be found on most podcatchers or at the source, zealarchives.com. If you have comments, criticisms, or kudos for episodes past, present, or future, we are on Twitter and Facebook as Zeal Archives. To learn more about the hosts, TNG, you can also check out thenixcast.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thenixcast. And now, a special announcement. Begin energy transfer. Huh? The war fields seem to be affected by the pendant. Did I make it back? To that moment? There might still be time. On August 10th and 11th, join me at twitch.tv slash theraceagainsttime. Join Chrono, Marl, Robo, Isla, Frog, me, Luca, and a whole cast of other folks from your world in a race against time to stop Lavos and raise money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. 
The Alzheimer's Society of Canada is dedicated to improving the quality of life for folks affected by Alzheimer's disease and other dementias, and advancing the search for its causes and cures. Every single cent we raise goes to them. Last year, we broke all of our old records and raised over $1,200. This year, for the Race Against Time, with new guests and new prizes, we want to raise a goal of $1,500. If we can all help out, history as we know it may be changed forever. Please visit raceagainsttime.io for more information about the race or to find out how you can be a part of a future that did not refuse to change. Now, how do I get back? I guess I shouldn't have tinkered with the telepod.